Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 912, How to Work While You're Dealing with Depression by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads you blog posts every single day, including weekends and holidays. I don't take days off, but that's a good thing. Today's post comes with permission from Kristen Wong, a freelance writer, and she has a new book out called Get Money. You should definitely check that out. But for now, let's hear her post as we optimize your life. How to Work While You're Dealing with Depression by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. The alarm clock blinked and it was 7.45, 15 minutes past my usual wake-up time, but all I could do was stare. I felt meaningless and directionless, like I should just keep sleeping, maybe forever. That sounded nice. It was the only thing that sounded nice if I was being honest. I am a morning person, I am a work hound. I work all day like a beast, because I love it and because it's what I want to do. But not today. Today I just stared at my alarm clock and felt empty. I've only recently understood what depression means, which makes it really difficult to learn how to work through it. Where I come from, you're supposed to push past that stuff, not let it get to you. You're supposed to man up and move on. Unfortunately, that means ignoring your depression, which ironically only allows it to take over and consume you. Work, is especially difficult when you're depressed, even when you love your work. Depression is a taboo topic accompanied by a handful of judgments and stereotypes, so I wanted to put this out there. I work hard, I'm happy and optimistic, and I manage depression. It's not something I talk about openly, and it's not an easy thing to admit in general, but the truth is it's a frustrating battle I deal with every so often. I can only speak from my own experience, but A few things help me cope and get the job done until I feel like myself again. Number one, focus on smaller tasks. Depression can totally take over your reality. You see life through an entirely different lens, one that's distorted, hazy, and overwhelming. To me, it feels like trying to run 75 miles per hour underwater. For example, when I'm depressed, it's intimidating to think I have to write 1,500 words for an article, a task that normally comes pretty easy for me. 
One thing that helps quite a bit is breaking up my projects into smaller tasks. I focus on just outlining that article. Then I focus on writing just one section. I take small baby steps and tell myself, if I can just get through this small task, I'll figure out the rest later. Actually, this is useful advice when you're not depressed. Breaking up goals and projects into smaller milestones makes them manageable and digestible. This way your mind isn't distracted by the thought that your task is insurmountable. Number two, Pomodoro your way through the day. The Pomodoro method is also a great technique for working in general, but it's extra useful for dealing with depression. Never heard of it? Here's how it works. Set a timer for 25 minutes. Work without interruption. This is one Pomodoro. When the timer goes off, set it again for five minutes. Take a break without working at all. Repeat this process for three more Pomodoros. After the fourth Pomodoro, take a 25-minute break. When I'm distracted or depressed, this method works wonders for getting me through the day. It also works well in tandem with the first tip because it keeps you focused. You hone in on just making it through the next 25 minutes. Number three, do the uncomfortable thing. Acknowledge it. When I'm sick, I usually try to ignore it because I hate getting sick. I'll keep my plans with friends, go for hikes, and keep eating the same junk until my cold or flu completely takes over and knocks me on my ass. I have a bad habit of doing the same thing with depression. Inevitably, it knocks me on my ass, which is why for a long time, I had no idea how to deal with depression. It really doesn't help to ignore something and pretend it doesn't exist. Again, it only makes you feel frustrated and confused when you don't feel the way you expect to feel. This is where self-care goes a long way. Take some time to rest. If you can take a sick day or a mental health day, you might wanna consider taking it instead of trying to push yourself. If you're fortunate enough to have a boss who understands, you may even give him or her a heads up. You're not looking to skip out on your work, of course, but you might not be on your A game, and if I were someone's boss, I'd wanna know. Of course, this very much depends on your industry and your employer, so use your own discretion. If you're anything like me, you might feel like self-care is a luxury. A good friend of mine, a career counselor, said it best, self-care is not a reward, it's part of the process. Yeah, it can be hard to acknowledge your depression. It's a lot easier, a lot more comfortable to just tell yourself it doesn't exist, but comfort is overrated. It's more effective to actually understand it so you can manage it the right way. Number four, know your triggers. Similarly, it helps to be aware of what triggers your depression so that you can anticipate it. For me, it's almost always my period, if I'm being honest. It's a weird and foggy feeling, and those are the days I have trouble getting out of bed. Knowing this, I can anticipate the fogginess and plan accordingly. I lessen my workload around this time. I buffer my calendar and front load as much work as possible in the week leading up to it when I'm motivated. If I were to ignore my depression, I wouldn't know those triggers and I couldn't plan for them accordingly. My work would suffer. For a long time, it did. I didn't know how to deal with depression because I refused to acknowledge its existence in the first place. Of course, it always helps to have support and I'm lucky that the people in my life get it. It's also worth pointing out that you have to know when to ask for help too. At some point, you might consider enlisting the help of a counselor, support group, or mental health professional. In general though, acknowledging it has helped more than anything. It's not an easy thing to do, especially when there are so many misconceptions about it to begin with, but it's a lot more productive than pretending that fogginess doesn't exist. You just listened to the post titled How to Work While You're Dealing with Depression by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com.
Definitely seek professional advice if you can. It's worth it. And again, she has a new book out called Get Money. Come by her site to find out more about that. Thank you for being here and listening through to the end. Have a great rest of your day or weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.